TheItSpot.com. Reunited and it feels so good. Reunited and it's understood. Na 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 Cause we're reunited. Hey hey. Listening to Arrow My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. I hurt. Why do you hurt? I don't Ow. Know. Ooh. <laughs> Why do you hurt? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Do you have a turkey hangover? Not particularly. Did you have turkey? I did. Was it good? Or was it really like shitty ass dry turkey? No, it was fine. Who made it? Your mom or your sister? My mom. Mm. I'd like to see you make a turkey for your family. I don't foresee that happening. Neither ever. do I. That's kind Considering of Considering that the only time I go out to see them is when they're making food. Mm. If, if I'm making it for Funny. myself, I'm not inviting people over. Mm. I don't like cooking for just myself. It's not well, fun. I mean, neither do I. Because then when something turns out really good, you have nobody to say, ooh, ah, I rock. <laughs> right? That's true. Uh-huh. But on the upside, when it sucks, then there's nobody to complain about it. That is also true. Mm-hmm. I notice you're still bald. <laughs> yes, I am. Congratulations. Thank you. I thought you would succumb to the hair growth. I'm bald again. Mm. Grow grown in a little bit, but Oh. It's gone again. Okay. Welcome to Air Up My Shorts. I am Preston Buttons. I'm the word whore. It's a long weekend. It is. I guess uh in It's Thanksgiving in Canada and it's Columbus Day uh, in yes. the US of A. I don't know what our um European listeners are doing at the moment. Working. Uh, probably. Well, not right now. No, they're in bed now. They're in bed now. And they should be. <laughs> All of Europe is in bed. It's I don't sleepy know, time in Europe. I don't know how people celebrate Columbus Day. Are there fireworks and shit? I couldn't tell you. Do you make little cardboard boats and float them in your bathtub? What do you do? How does one celebrate Columbus Day? I don't know. Maybe you go and uh, find some Aboriginal North Americans and uh, persecute them. Steal their land. Why haven't we adopted that ritual? I don't know. I don't know either. I just know that the fucking beer store was closed and also so was the liquor store. Yeah, well, that would make sense. I'm just saying, as opposed to a bank holiday, everybody bitches about bank holidays. I have no problem with bank holidays. I have problem with liquor and beer store holidays. Because how am I going to enjoy my holiday if the fucking liquor and beer store are closed? That's a good question. It is a good question. But you're supposed to get it beforehand. Well, who plans these things in advance? 
you realize you have just about as much stubble on your face as you do on the top of your head? Yes. It's good equal stubble distribution. It's from the Nancy and Sluggo uh, school of, of fashion. Of personal grooming? Yes. Or lack thereof. <laughs> yep. Hey, I have news. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Air Ferg is back on the virtual airwaves. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I just deleted him from my uh, subscription, assuming that nothing else would be coming. I almost did a week ago, and magically, suddenly, three days later, a show appeared. Wow. I was in shock. I thought the man had died. Maybe it's an annual thing. Oh, an annual netcast. That's a good idea. Can we move to that format? Mm. We're getting pretty close. <laughs> so Airferg's back on the air. Airferg is back on the air. Duchovny's back on TV. It's a great time to be alive. <laughs> wow. Wow-wee. Things are turning around. Everything's coming up Millhouse. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone who's in Toronto on uh, November the 30th can uh, come out to see me play in two bands. Ooh, two bands. Not one, but two. Two bands. Drumming in one and singing in another. Good Lord. Crazy. It is crazy. Dreamy Dean will be playing drums for the one that I'm singing in. The Rat Pack are back? No. No, it's the Private Sector sector show. Private Sector. Making a reunion tour of, what, 30 years? 20 years. 20 years. (laughs) 30 years. (laughs) No. I don't know. No, only 20. Only 20 years. Only 20, and it's been about... Um, uh, What's the other band? Poker Face. Johnny's Ed and Poker Face. (laughs) Poker Face, I hardly know. I don't even know her. Yeah, so that's that's the one that I'm singing in. And Excellent. That's Dreamy Dean will be playing drums. Do you have the set list yet? I'm anxious to hear it. For Poker Face or both? Aren't there the same members in Poker Face as in Private Sector? No, just me and both. Except, well, actually, no, that's not true. That's guitarist. not true. Guitarist is playing both too. Right. So you just sort but of. But he wasn't. Leave the stage change positions and call yourself something else and say well, it's two no, bands. The, uh, the main uh, Stuart, the guitarist of Poker Face, is filling in in private sector. Okay. He's not an original member. No. Are there any original members besides yourself? All of them. All of them. Yeah. Okay. Just missing the guitarist. Okay. What happened to the guitarist? He decided not to play. So he didn't explode or anything. No, he's still alive and everything. Oh, good. He just good. De- he declined. And that's fair. So, because it's been forty years, so you can't really blame the guy. Yeah, he, well, he's moved on. That, yeah, apparently. I think just his wife won't let him do it. That's more likely the case. But uh, for the rest of us, yeah, we have been practicing for several months. Out in the, the middle of nowhere. And it's going well? The rehearsals are... Yeah, it's going all right. Yeah? <laughs> How does it sound? It's, it sounded better 20 years ago. Oh, Jesus. But uh, all things considered, it's not too bad. So there you go. Balls out rock and roll. Yeah, not exactly. There you go. Well, actually, poker faces. But. Hey, I heard from Pete Wilkins that he saw um, Dreamy Dean's band in St. John's. Ah. He said they rocked. They do rock. He enjoyed himself immensely. That is good. He said it regressed him 20 years, and he had 
a really, really, really fucking great time. So that was good to hear. Because he hasn't had a good time in 20 years? I, I don't think the two were connected. I don't know. It's all very complicated. <laughs> yes. Yes. Seeing bands is complicated. <laughs> Seeing bands is complicated. It is. Especially when they become more like high school reunions. Mm. When they actually make you feel old rather than young. <laughs> I haven't been to see a band since the last time you played. And it's your 50th reunion anniversary tour. <laughs> Poker face. 60 years and still kicking. Poker face is only... Uh, well, it's only about 18 years since we played together. Right. Because we did so shows it's still with King Apparatus. It's still fresh and new. Hey, speaking of King Apparatus, um, I heard through the grapevine that... Um, Dude was in town Chris playing. Murray. Chris Murray was Chris in Murray town played. playing. Chris Murray played. I went and saw him, actually. How was it? It was very good. Where'd he play? At the Smiling Buddha. What's his new stuff like? It's more of a rock, steady, roots, reggae stuff, but he did play a couple of King Apparatus songs. Oh, cool. Which ones? Street Corner and... Oh, fuck. Non-Stop Drinking. Non-Stop Drunk is one of my favorites. I think that's what I saw. I didn't see the whole show. I love that song. Would you like to read a story? Sure. Oh, for those those who have asked and I never said anything, King Apparatus is the band that is playing buyer stuff. Someone did ask about that. They also do Death Card, <laughs> which we sing regularly at Poker Night, which is actually Death Car on it's the freeway. Death Car on the freeway. But at Poker Night, we've turned it into Death Card. To represent the theme song of the Ace of Spades. <laughs> it's become a poker night chant. It's true. It's all true. And I know we should be paying Chris Murray royalties for that. Oh, yeah. No, he said But I think he's cool with <laughs> poker night chant. All right. So we've got a story. In celebration of our having missed yet another podcast expo, I thought tonight we would bring you a special What Buttons in the Horn Missed story. Yay. Is that all right? Yeah. So I did actually break the rules of air out my shorts, and I didn't just randomly reach into the bag. I took The Expo Story by Steve Ely. A little soon to have a Steve Ely story again. Is it? But this one's timely. It's so. timely. See, the expo just happened, Jesus and we Christ, just missed it. Jesus Christ! Are the Hell's Angels driving by? Yes, they are. It's their seventieth anniversary Fuck, I wish tour. Stop doing that. <laughs> They're on their way to Poker Face. Jesus. Oh come on! It's a beautiful day. All right, the expo story by Steve Ely. The town is a wasteland. Ontario fucking California. It feels bleak and empty to you. Yellow land under yellow smog. There are people in LA an hour away who've never heard of the damn place. But they've got an airport, and they've got a giant Lego brick that they call a convention center. And some cheap asshole decided this was the best goddamn place in the world to have a podcasting convention. So you're here with a few hundred of your closest friends. And her. Tell the truth. 
Your closest friends can all go fuck themselves. You're here to fuck her. You just flew 2,000 miles to fuck her. Yeah, sure, you'll network when you're not fucking her. You'll sit down with shithead marketing droids and talk about download metrics and CPM. Hell, there's even people you like here. Steve Ely should use bold instead of uh, underscores. Mm-hmm. I keep on thinking I'm reading file names. Me too. <laughs> I'm, I know that's what was going on. What? Mm-hmm. Nobody's crawling under my desk if that's what you're looking for. I'm sorry. I... I'm always looking for someone <laughs> under the desk. People you like enough not to buy them drinks at the hotel's sad excuse for a bar. You brought the good stuff with you. Balvini, single barrel. And because she fucking hates scotch, you even brought a bottle of wine for her. For her. <laughs> for her. I wasn't there, damn it. A petite Syrah. Syrah. Like as in K, Syrah? Like as in the wine. Or Syrah. Syrah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're good. She is utterly convinced that you are sensitive, thoughtful. Entirely a gentleman. Her belief is starting to become inconvenient. Bum bum bum. <laughs> what will happen? Stay tuned for next episode. <laughs> we really gonna split this five hundred word story into two? We should. Split it over. Split it four into episodes. six. It'll take us till Christmas. <laughs> She arrives, and you greet her cordially in the hall. She wants to be a professional here. She's always concerned about appearances. A professional what? Sometimes serious, sometimes kinky, but always fucking hot. Her airport outfit is a beige summer dress that swoops down her cleavage and follows the sweet curve of her ass. Sweet, sweet curve. Sweet, sweet. Not just sweet, sweet, It's a doubly sweet. sweet curve. She's proud of her ass, tight but well-rounded, exaggerated by her tiny waist. Hubristic about her ass. Her ass is legendary in some circles. You always smile and tell her it's nice, but it's not her best feature. Oh. It's an invitation for her to ask you what her best feature is. But she's never asked, so you've never told her. Bum, bum, bum. Stay tuned next week. <laughs> you smile and kiss her cheek and ask about her flight while you open the door of your room. You're on her the second she's inside. You shove her against the wall before the door even closes and knock the breath out of her in mid-sentence. She's crushed against you. Her open mouth against yours, her hard pelvis against your jeans, and your harder. Steve Ely. Cock. Cock. The general wrote cock. At least he didn't send a picture. I didn't show you that part. Mm. You wait until you're ready for a breath, and your bigger lungs then politely say might want to read that again. You wait until you're ready for a breath with your bigger lungs. What did I say? Well, you kind of read it, but you skipped a word or two and without the emphasis. I'm sorry about my emphasis. 
You wait until you're ready for a breath with your bigger lungs, then politely say, I'm sorry, what was that? Is that your best Stevie Lee impression? I'm sorry, what was that? You pick her up and throw her onto the bed. You don't know if she was expecting you to do something like this. You really don't give a damn. Dun dun dun! Next week on Have My Shorts! <laughs> She's ready for you now. You put a hand under her dress and feel the moistest. Moistest. Moistestest? She's ready for you now. You put a hand under her dress and feel the moistness of her panties. Moistness is really fucking hard to say. And as you do, she presses her pussy up against your palm, grinding it, and reaches down, fumbling with your jeans. Whoa. Say moistness three times fast. Moistness, moistness, moistness. Apparently that wasn't so hard. <laughs> it's kind of a yucky word. It sounds moist. It's actually not a sexy word, moist. Is it? Moist. It's nasal. Moist. <laughs> okay, you're a little too moist. You just drooled all over the desk. I think that's too yeah. visual of an accompaniment for moist. You know why? Because it sounds like moil. Or moisha. And you don't want to believe that a moil moist. is moist. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> That'd be unlikely. Mm-hmm. Where'd you leave off? Fumbling with your what? Fumbling with my jeans. <laughs> with your jeans? <laughs> and you step away. She whimpers. You say, I'm sorry. That was rude of me. You have an agenda. You showed me your agenda. I really don't want to distract you. I don't think you're enunciating enough to be Stevie Lee. <laughs> he enunciates everything. You have an agenda. You showed me your agenda. I really don't want to distract you. That was very good. <laughs> and you pull out her iBook for her. You know exactly how her bags are arranged. And you make her step through her seminar while you listen and watch her slideshow and make comments. She's really, really pissed at you. But she's here to be a professional. You're here to fuck her. But she's here to impress her peers. And you find that rather charming. Dun dun dun! What will happen next? <laughs> Fast forward. The awards banquet. The two of you agreed months ago when she started campaigning for this fastidious goddamn podcast award that you would be each other's dates for the banquet. You've held her to that agreement. That she actually won the podcast award is just the icing on the cake. Her little podcast about relationships beat the spread in the mature category, beating out podcasts with 50 times more listeners. How come spread wasn't underlined? <laughs> It was improbable, fuck yeah, but most of the other podcast audiences were entirely stoned, while her listeners knew how to use Google Calendar and could remember to vote every day. And hell, maybe a boyfriend who knew how to hack PHP had something to do with it. Maybe. Whatever. Conspiracy. The prize is a fucking laptop desk, but she's ecstatic about it. 
What's a laptop desk? Mm-hmm. It's a desk for your laptop? <laughs> that would make it a desktop, though, wouldn't it? It would. I'm so confused. So it's a desk that goes on your lap that you put your laptop on to make it a desktop? No, it can't be. It can't be. It's just wrong. And you're right beside her, cheering her on. You look fucking good beside her. Hell, anybody would look good beside her. She's wearing a silver and black corset. And not a whole lot else. With your dark suit and red shirt, the two of you are the sharpest people in the room by far. Sharpest. Snazzy. Dapper. Dapper, even. Everyone else is just there for the crappy food and free drinks. You smile at her, but she's cold to you. You've been cock-teasing her the entire weekend, so you can't really blame her. Dun-dun-dun! I don't understand why you just didn't fuck her and then go hang out with his friends. The awards crawl along, sponsored by Blueberry.com. And just before... That says blubbery. (laughs) The awards crawl along, sponsored by blubbery.com. And just before they get to her category, you stand up. She doesn't know that you're presenting the award. It took some persuasion. You and the blueberry guy... Blubbery. Blubbery. Ah, fuck, whatever. (laughs) You and the blubbery guy can't stand each other. But it's open knowledge that she and you are an item. And you convince him that you'd say something funny. You gave him an entire funny speech about how calling any category mature with nominees like Keith and the Ho and Down and the other guy and those whack jobs from Air Out My Shorts is complete oxymoron. Well, first of all, we weren't even motherfucking nominated, so this is fiction. Oh my god, it's fiction! Oh, Well, there you go. I thought this was true. I thought we were getting a report from the fucking expo that we missed. It's not a report at all. It's fiction. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun. He's an uptight prick who doesn't like the sex podcasts anyway. Who, the blubbery guy or the blueberry guy? uh, One or the other. Or the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. They're in cahoots together. The Pillsbury Doughboy? So he's perfectly happy to let you, a self-righteous twit, embarrass the whole category. Did Steve really just call himself a self-righteous twit? Or is this fiction? So you get up on the stage, and you stop a couple of feet from the podium. She's looking at you, and her eyes are wide. She knows that something is coming. Something she didn't expect. You say nothing. The speech was bullshit. You never intended to say anything. You hold out your hand and beckon to her at the table, and she rises. She comes to you and stands beside you in her corset. And for a moment, the entire room doesn't breathe. Dun-dun-dun! Then you take the laptop desk, and you unfold it. And you put it down in front of you. Can you read that more like, um, Julia Child? It rises about six inches off the ground. You push her to her knees on the laptop desk. She's too surprised to protest. With one hand you grab her by the hair. With the other you unzip the pants of your sharp gray suit. 
Your cock goes straight into her mouth. And you fuck her mouth forcefully, her head banging into the podium beside her. The audience stares at her, transfixed. She gags a bit, and she's making noises, but your cock never leaves her mouth. So no one knows what she says. She might be pleading for help. She might be giving her acceptance speech. Nobody cares. That's <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> it makes me want to bake a cake right now. <laughs> it takes you less than a minute to come. Goodness. <laughs> it's fiction, right? Yeah, it's fiction. She's been hitting the podium so hard that it's moved several inches and her back arches with each thrust. When you're ready, you pull out and ejaculate onto her face in front of the entire podcasting world. That's so thoughtful. It is thoughtful. There's semen in her hair, on her chest and shoulders. It dribbles down onto her corset. She's still for a good 20 seconds, and so is the room. Then she gets shakily to her feet and curtsies, lifting up that tiny strip of a skirt. The crowd breaks into thunderous applause. A dozen people are holding up iPhones. They've captured it all on video. The whole thing will be on YouTube before you sit back down. Dun dun dun! <laughs> You've networked pretty well, you think. It's been a successful expo. Everyone knows who you are and knows something about your skill set. Her podcast has 50 times the listeners now, and she'll win that award and the People's Choice Award every year for the next decade. She's never thanked you properly for that, in your opinion, but you're working on it. Dun dun dun! dun. And that was An Expo Story. The Expo Story? An Expo Story by Steve Ely. The Steve Ely? I don't know. A, a Steve Ely. Generally Ely. You know, the guy who does that fucking escape pod podcast that never says the word cock or pussy? That guy. I don't know. I read a story for that that... Uh it had cock and pussy in it? No, had a lot of stuff. It was about it, a clown. It was about... All right, there was no cock and it pussy. It was about clown cock and clown pussy. Oh, there there pussy? could have been cocksucker or motherfucker or something like that. I don't was know. Was it about Keith and the girl? No. Because aren't they clown cock and clown pussy? I think they should rename their show that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're trying to get out of that racket. What? The cock and pussy racket? <laughs> No, the clowning party. <laughs> okay. By the way, they did win the People's Choice Award. Did for they the really? Thing is. Well, that's excellent. I don't think we but were they nominated. Didn't, they didn't go to uh, pick it up. I don't believe they had their faces come to bond during their acceptance speech either. No. They come to bond? They didn't go. Did I actually say come to bond? I just did. <laughs> <laughs> We weren't nominated or come to pawn no. in the entire expo. No. What's wrong with us? No. Are we not worthy? Because we weren't, we weren't at the expo. Or but are we not worthy of being spooged upon? 
<laughs> I don't know. Where's It'd ours? It'd be sad stage? if that was the case. Okay, phone call. Maybe our phone call guest will come on our faces. Not a, like a mercy splort. Hello? Hi. Is there anyone in your house called Doc Sim? Yes. Uh, is, uh, is he or she available right now? Uh, no, he is not. Uh, okay, could you just tell him the pressing buttons in the word whore call, please? I'm sorry? Could you t tell him the hosts of Air Out My Shorts gave him a call? Oh, uh-huh. He had left his number as a possible one that we could call for uh, a phone interview. Oh, right. He, unfortunately, is, uh, he has duty right now. Oh, okay. But he should be back in about a half an hour. Okay, great. Thank you very much. All right, no problem. Bye. Bye. Holy shit. Did you hear that? Yeah, well, it's probably like... <laughs> well, he's been whoring around on the net. Fuck. Oh, that's awful. I'm glad you took over. I was having a panic attack over here. But on duty, like, that means he's either a cop or a... He's in the army. Okay. So do we call his cell, or...? I think we might as well call him now. Hello? Doxum, you're on the air with pressing buttons and the word whore. Preston, whore. <laughs> Hello. Did we cause a divorce? <laughs> uh, no, not quite. <laughs> Your lovely missus sounded upset when I called. I think I caught her off guard. Uh, a little. <laughs> so how are you? And and how do you say your name? Is it Doxim? Doxim. Okay. Yeah. What kind of doctor are you, Doxim? Actually not a doctor. I'm a uh, medic. In a the Navy. medic. That's yeah. hot. Wow. We don't talk to many medics. <laughs> yeah, but didn't we have a story from a medic? You sure did. It was you. Lots of snot. Yeah, there was lots of snot and stuff. Oh, and then yes. we talked to Steve Ely and he covered his car in snot and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Now I remember. See, Buttons has a terrible memory. I have an excellent memory. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I have nothing to say about right, that. Whatever. <laughs> So how was it uh, being a, a medic? Uh, you know, it, it's uh, interesting. I mean, are, are you... Uh, my line of work is uh, particularly nice. I do a lot of inspections and uh, STDs. Ah. Oh, tell us about STDs. Oh, Lord. What's the worst sure. one you've ever seen? The worst I've ever seen? Yeah. Ah. That's a tough one. I have seen a case of uh, warts. Ew. That was absolutely horrible. It uh, <laughs> even took me by surprise. Genital warts. Oh, yeah. What causes that? A virus. Yummy. So, do you get genital warts by having sex with frogs? 
By having which? Sex with frogs. <laughs> no. No? Why, okay, why are they going to see uh, a medic and not a doctor for this stuff? Doctors are uh, the actual guys who go to, you know, medical school, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. For us, uh, we get a school that's about 12 weeks long. Okay. Kind of cram everything into your uh, to your gullet, and then you uh, regurgitate it, and and then you get genital warts. <laughs> and then you get genital warts. Uh, so the thing is, is that um, like if you're if you're in the field, obviously you need medics, but uh, but if you're actually stationed at a base, oh yeah, are there not like staff doctors there? There will be. There will be a doctor. Okay, but he doesn't. But he's not going to go check someone for general awards. Usually, no. He saves that fun stuff for us. So you get the crap jobs is what you're saying. Yeah, we get all the good ones. So how the hell do all of these... How do they end up with this stuff? I mean... Yeah, because they're all well-behaved, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely well-behaved. What exactly causes genital warts? You have sex with somebody who has it, and you pick up the virus, it infects you, and then uh, a couple weeks later, bam. What's the most dangerous STD? The most dangerous STD? Yeah. Like, I'm assuming that you don't mean like AIDS or something. Does that even count as an STD? Well, yes. Let's see. I'm still getting used to saying STD instead of VD, all right? (laughs) Uh, The worst one, I think, would probably be uh, lymphogranuloma venereum. Ooh, that sounds yucky. It's pretty bad. Causes great big sores right in your inguinal uh, spaces, right where your legs meet your body. Ugh. Ugh. And again, that's just from having sex with somebody. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. Jesus, what a lousy way to get a disease. Actually, no, it's better than airborne. (laughs) Well, it's better than falling into like a cesspool or something like that. It's better than just like an airborne virus. At least you get some perks. See? And that's it right there. Exactly. At least you have a little bit of fun. Yeah, I would hope so. See, our friend Link has had chlamydia like a thousand times. What causes that? <laughs> oh, not good either. That's bad too? Oh, it's just if you keep getting it and keep getting it, bad oh. things can happen. How bad is gonorrhea? Gonorrhea? Yeah. How bad is it? How bad is it on the scale of VD? It's not too bad. STDs. No, it's, it's to the point now where chlamydia and gonorrhea, when you're diagnosed with it, you almost jump for joy and clap your hands. Yeah, clap. Emphasis on. <laughs> Poor choice of words. Excellent choice of words. Your phone's super yeah, noisy. They're, really, they're usually treatable, so... You know, yeah, you, you just you knock back a shot of penicillin, and there you go. You're done. You're back out on the street. Exactly. After you're scraped inside, apparently. What? <laughs> well, according to Link, they stick they stick something up your urethra and swab it out. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Is that chlamydia or gonorrhea or both? Actually, for both. Oh, okay. I think he's had both. Oh, he's such a dirty bastard. <laughs> yes, he is. Hey, are you, sorry, are you in the, uh, the Navy? Yes. Okay, I thought so. His ship was covered in snot, remember? <laughs> in all the streets were covered with snot and shit. <laughs> How did you find out my shorts? Oh, uh, let's see, I was in Africa on a deployment and uh, stumbled on iTunes on the uh, work computer. Probably shouldn't be saying this, but hey, there you go. Yeah, you know what? You probably shouldn't be saying that because you know that they will listen to this. We're under constant but surveillance. Yeah, you know, I was looking around for um, porn to listen to. Brand new iPod <laughs> and uh, found uh, Tiki Bar. And then uh, you guys popped up and downloaded you guys, listened to the first, I think, 10 episodes and instantly hooked. And really? <laughs> Instantly hooked after 10 episodes. <laughs> That's sort of like being an overnight sensation after 10 years. There you go. How often do you get shipped out uh, to the uh, the open sea? It's it more often now with what's going on and, you know, the big sandbox. But uh, I'm averaging about once every, almost almost once a year. How long do you go out for? Usually six months. Wow. And a tad longer than that. But how are the boys getting STDs in the sandbox? Oh, there's ways. Christ, I'm worried. What? Um, six months, that's a long time. Do you get any furlough in that time? Furlough? Where are you getting this lingo buttons? <laughs> Now that you've shaved your head, you're a GI? What the fuck? Oh, MASH is my favorite movie. <laughs> Very much like MASH where I work. That's why he's all giddy. He's got you all cockeyed and pierced. <laughs> oh, you know, oddly enough, every time I've gone out somewhere, I always try to make it a little bit like that. I try to put the kibosh on that. You don't have a still in your quarters? Uh, we tried. I was in Iraq. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. It didn't work out too well, though. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Jeez. And a medic and everything. Yeah, I know. We're the bad boys. <laughs> well, we'll uh, we're, we're going to let you go. Okay. Um, and uh, I assume that was your wife or, or someone who answered the phone? Yes, that was the wife. Can you please tell her we're sorry? I will pass it on. <laughs> and then the word whore is going to leave you like a real sexy message. No, because it's probably, it's probably not a good idea for some strange woman to call asking for you by your internet username. Yeah, that could be sexy. Yeah. There's something suspicious about that. I was like, hello, is there anyone by the name of Doc Zim in your home? <laughs> there was a huge pause. It was very awkward. Yeah. And I you can always listen to it because we recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I felt guilty because she obviously thought it meant you were doing bad stuff. And you're so not. You're listening to a fucking 
retarded show. <laughs> she was probably thinking that she was going to go have to get herself checked for something. <laughs> I can't give you chlamydia through the phone. Can I? No, unfortunately, we're not to that point yet. Or should I say, fortunately, we're not to that point yet. Good. Right. Well, you keep working on those cures, man, because I think I'm going to need them. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for your time. Hey, well, thank you guys for the call. Love the show. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good night. Hey, you too, Preston. And you too, Or. Bye. bye. All right, bye. <laughs> oh. Oh, that was delightful. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Fascinating, fascinating interview. Um, so, yeah, go to the website. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Blah. You, no, but you know what they should do? Anybody, any of our listeners who have Facebook accounts, please search under groups for Air Out My Shorts and join... The poor little Air Out My Shorts fan club on Facebook that, that some nice listener set up that nobody has joined. Because it's sad. Because we have no friends. Because it's sad and it's embarrassing. Mm, yes, it is. Ay, 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 ay. So, yeah, join the Facebook bro- group. You can always go to MySpace. Although, you know what? If you send messages through MySpace, it could be a long time before you get a response. Why? You don't, I don't know, check it? Because I don't really check it that often. I don't check it ever. Well, yeah, it's apparent that you never look at it. I do occasionally. Why is it, it apparent? Because so. I'll look at messages that have been sent that I that are have obviously been there for a little while, and you haven't, and they're still marked as unread. So it means that you haven't come by to check them out. Huh. Okay. I didn't know it was that obvious that I was apparently not going there. It's obvious when I go and see something that's unread, it's obvious that you haven't gone by to read it. Okay. It's the crazy internet stuff. I can tell what's going on. But if you've read it, it's read. Yes. So what does it still say say unread? Well, it doesn't after I've read it, but it means that I know that you haven't logged in since this message was posted. Yeah, but also neither have you. That's true. (laughs) Color audio comment line at 305 shows. As in shows me you're moist. 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 Dun dun dun. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Era or shorts, my shorts. The general wrote cock. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin.